Welcome to the Grow Your Practice podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Chad Madden, owner of Madden Physical Therapy and Breakthrough. Join me each week as we dive into the best practices, systems, principles, tips, and tricks to help you grow your private practice. Hey gang, Chad Madden here with Breakthrough and the Grow Your Practice podcast. And in this episode, uh, which we normally reserve for frequently asked questions, I want to walk through, uh, just got back uh, from a luncheon, uh, second one in the past week where I was uh, in, invited by a friend who was a startup in business. One of them was uh, junk removal, which is uh, pretty interesting. And the other one was um, looking at doing like an ad agency uh, type business and um, likely in healthcare services. So really early for that second business researching right now. But oddly, the, um, the, the question revolved around the same thing. Uh, or it was the same series of questions from two different business owners, both early, uh, early on. But it was, they were talking about marketing. And uh, very recently, just hit kind of with like the perfect storm of uh, emotional and transitions here with uh, the work at Breakthrough, and especially in private practice PT. So I wanted to share some wins uh, with you and some realizations that I had. The first one is uh, in terms of the perfect storm elements, we just wrapped up our 22nd and final class of killer marketing. Now, uh, when I originally met Carl, um, who at the time was the head of online sales at Tesla Motors and is the, uh, the co-founder here at Breakthrough, when I met Carl in uh, November of 2012 um, and he had just started researching the physical therapy industry, the, we were in a unique situation here in central Pennsylvania um, and where I had been forced to three or four years earlier because of the hospital and healthcare competition uh, pressure and pops pressure in our area, uh, I, I had been forced to learn how to market directly to the consumer. So it, it just, um, it, it was kind of a blessing in disguise, uh, you know, Ryan Holiday obstacle is the way type thing. And what I had learned how to do is uh, no longer rely on physician referrals and go uh, directly to the, the general public and our past patient list, et cetera. So um, again, just to survive, to keep our doors open, we had to learn how to do that. And in the, the very first uh, webinars that we did um, with uh, that Carl and I did to get together in terms of educating uh, physical therapy practice owners, um, number one, I had no idea how to teach the information. Um, I knew what we had done, but I didn't know how to package it in a way that other owners could take it and uh, implement it in their practice and ultimately win with it. So a lot of learning lessons there in the first uh, 12 to 18 months. Um, and it was probably late 2014, early 2015, when we finally launched the first killer marketing course. And ultimately, uh, we called it KM 2.0, which was our second uh, group. I think we had 58 or 59 owners in that group. And uh, it, it, where we really took on a lot of learning. So in the very beginning, one of the biggest mistakes I made was uh, not talking about workshops. Now, you know, in 2001, I had started doing workshops, um, kind of uh, just serendipitously, not, you know, based on an opportunity with a local high school. And we were talking about um, you know, how it was a football team, uh, Bishop McDevitt High School here locally, where Ricky Waters and LaShawn McCoy, if you're an NFL fan, uh, went to high school. But I was doing uh, a, a workshop there. 
and uh, for shoulder. And that kind of started the ball rolling that there might be something to this because it immediately established us as the authority celebrity expert. Well, um, in the area, well, in the very beginning, um, I did not value that nearly as much as what was popular in the marketplace, which was uh, websites, patient newsletters, right? That's originally what I thought would um, get us, get the ball started with, uh, with our killer marketing courses and I was a little bit off. So the, the first uh, few classes, they really helped me uh, shape what killer marketing became over the time. In the end, we had over a thousand practice owners go through that and complete the course. Uh, I think all 50 states here in the US plus uh, 12 countries, uh, 11 or 12 countries internationally, five continents. So uh, it was a huge win and again, Back, if I go to, if you look at the marketplace in 2012, 2013, 2014, uh, direct access, right? APTA had their vision 2020, which they pivoted from uh, later on, but it was essentially that all states are going to have direct access. And the key that I had uh, written about in several different places and spoke about in the beginning was direct access is really a destination for you and I as private practice owners. It is not. A, it doesn't mean anything to people that are in pain. And, uh, the, you know, that was kind of a controversial thing to say at the time. Uh, but really what I meant by that is we had this new uh, way to market. And most of us assumed um, as private practice PTs that once we had direct access, that magically patients were going to recognize us and acknowledge us for, they were going to know what physical therapy was. And it simply didn't happen. What was missing was the link to how do we market direct to the consumer? That was the gap, the problem that killer marketing was, uh, was solving for practice owners. So in the very beginning, what, um, what I thought would be the most valuable is not what in the end, the final product, um, the final course um, ended up being the most valuable to owners. So, you know, I really owe not only was it a huge honor to work with um, owners and help shape an industry of um, marketing direct to the consumer, but also the credit really goes to the owners that pulled that information out, asked very smart, intelligent questions, went and implemented it, and then shared their, their learnings with other practice owners, which was a pretty cool feat. And in the end, uh, I want to walk through the six phases. Um, I wrote about this in Killer Marketing Secrets, which is a book that is uh, readily available wherever books are sold. But, um, and I know uh, for a while, for years, five or six years, we had it available on our website. Not sure if you can still get it there, but I know there are copies around. But nonetheless, um, you know, th these are the six phases that the Killer Marketing course ended up being. By the way, just as uh, a good to know. Um, with Breakthrough, we are transitioning over from uh, paying for information, right, the courses, to now we're going to try to get as much of that out uh, as we can for free. So, you know, no charge at all. Don't plan on uh, charging for courses in the future. Um, and, you know, it's a couple reasons we're doing that. One is we're, you know, very purpose-driven to help uh, people in pain get back to normal naturally without unnecessary medications, injections, and surgery. Um, and the, so that's one reason. Second one is everybody just you know, survived the pandemic. We realize there is a tremendous value in helping 
uh, private practitioners survive and thrive in their business. And the third one is, you know, our, our business at Breakthrough has uh, progressed to the point where um, inf we can basically not realize value from or revenue from information and continue on where um, in the very beginning, we needed that to support our you know, done for you and, and software type services. And they're now standalone services. We don't need the income from information. Um, hopefully I didn't just stick my foot in my mouth there, but nonetheless, want to walk through the six uh, phases for you. So phase number one is when you're marketing direct to the consumer, the very first thing that you do need to do before you start marketing actively is you need to uh, fix your funnel. And ultimately what that became is a series of four processes. Process number one is the green ink letter. And the green ink letter is uh, essentially a handwritten note. And we taught it uh, two different case uses there. Number one is anytime you get a professional referral from a physician, nurse practitioner, physician assistant, uh, dentist, et cetera, that you just recognize and acknowledge them for the for the uh, for the referral, very simple to do, extremely effective uh, long term. Number two, it in terms of the use cases for the green ink letter is once a patient graduates. My business partner here at uh, Madden Gilbert Physical Therapy, Mike Gilbert. When Mike started working with our team back in two thousand eight, we noticed that um, literally overnight he went from nearly you know just starting the third full-time team for us at the time, again, 13, 14 years ago. Um, so from zero visits a week, very quickly, he ramped up to um, 100 plus visits a week with a full-time PTA. And, I, and very quickly, I mean, within three months. So um, when, you know, I was asking Mike, what was he doing that was different? Uh, he really didn't know or wasn't aware. And then I just noticed that he always had these handwritten cards that he was sending out to patients and he would do them on the graduation day. I said, just show me what you're doing here, man. He said, well, I, when somebody graduates physical therapy, when they, when they're discharged a week or two later, I send them uh, just this little handwritten note, acknowledging them for the work that they put in to physical therapy. And the other thing that I, I do is, you know, tell them if they need any help in the future and I give them like the best way for them to contact me. Well, that, you know, was amazing uh, application of what we were doing at the time, the, the handwritten letters, right? And he said, I, I've done this for anybody I've ever worked with in physical therapy that has completed their plan of care and, you know, people follow me. Um, they, they consider me a resource. And I thought it was genius. All of our physical therapists do this now. And again, we taught that as the green ink letter and the fixture funnel process. The second part of that uh, first phase is um, a seven step killer exam. And that's a, a, an organized way to go through uh, for you and all of your clinicians when you're seeing somebody for a free screen and discovery visit or initial evaluation, whether it's paid or free is kind of irrelevant, but it's this seven things that you're accomplishing in order um, during that, that first 30 minutes, first hour together uh, within the eval room. And what that does is that produces higher graduation rates, um, more respect for you and your plan of care, your treatment plan, 
um, and also greater follow through where patients are more likely to not only complete their plan of care, but achieve their goals, do their home exercise, their home treatment program, et cetera. The follow through goes up tremendously with that. So that's the seven step killer exam. The third process in there is uh, the killer testimonial machine. Over time, so in the very beginning, that was essentially a, a handwritten testimonial from the patient focusing on the difference before and after. So before PT, here's how life was rough. After PT, this is how well I'm doing. Today that has evolved into essentially Google reviews, which we have a process there now. Um, Mitch Bell from Madden Physical Therapy our uh, marketing director here, I will attempt to have him on the podcast uh, to go over with you how he is getting so many uh, Google reviews, how we're doing that at all uh, six locations now. The very nice process uh, that Chris Serratowitz, one of our directors and partners here at Madden and Gilbert, that he figured out, got it to the marketing team. Now they rolled it out um, in all locations. And then uh, the final, the fourth and final process within the fixture funnel phase is um, the uh, killer test. Oh, I'm sorry. The third one is the killer testimonial machine. And the fourth one is the greatest promotion ever. So killer, te uh, yeah, we talked about the killer testimonial machine. The fourth is uh, the greatest promotion ever, which is a once or twice a year event that you're running where you promote to your past patient list immediately preceding unexpected slow season. So for us, it's essentially every June, we get a, uh, an expected drop off in patient visits. And we also get the same thing at the end of the year between uh, Thanksgiving and the holidays. Um, so, you know, I have shared in the killer marketing course and also killer marketing secrets about how we would experience this huge deficit in visits and revenue and new patients coming in and how we've mitigated that by running a promotion to our past patient list. And uh, that gives us that nice consistent growth uh, quarter over quarter, year over year, month over month in terms of new patients and visits rather than having being cyclical, a cyclical business. Um, and I know others have applied that most notably. I remember uh, John Toomey telling the story of the snowbird season in Arizona and how he implemented the, the greatest promotion ever and that helped him uh, you know, transform his practice. Phase number two uh, in the killer marketing course, we talked specifically about uh, how to market to your past patient list. So number one asset in your business, um, it should be your patient list. People who already know, like, and trust you, they've purchased your physical therapy products and services in the past, and uh, they're happy, they're likely to return, and they're more likely to refer other people to you via word of mouth, right? So. In the course, we go through both online and offline how to take advantage uh, of that and capitalize on the marketplace advantage you have there in your patient list, primarily via patient newsletter, which is mailed out with snail mail physically. And there are various companies that do that. Uh, shout out to uh, Newsletter Pro, who we work with and practice promotions as well. Um, they really understood uh, to the T what we were teaching in the killer marketing course and have helped Hundreds of owners both uh, do that. Highly recommend uh, having a conversation with both of those companies if you're not taking advantage of your patient list today. The, um, the other thing there is um, email marketing to your past patients. Classic mistake that we teach in the course is people will take a PDF of their newsletter and then mail it with a 
email it with a subject line saying something along the lines of, you know, uh, July 2021, volume six, issue number six, something like that. You know, that's, you're, you would never open that um, in terms of email and your patients aren't opening it either, but it's how to break your newsletter up into components and actually get a response from your, your email. So that, that was phase number two. Phase number three is uh, not a popular phase, but uh, you know, it, it really is talking about how to do physician marketing today. I know um, there is still, uh, th there are some pockets in the country where you can you know, still do boots on the ground marketing, um, getting into physician offices, um, we, uh, full transparency, are um, attempting to bring that back on a part-time basis. Um, in our area, approximately 90% of physicians and referral sources are working for one of uh, two or three major hospital systems. Um, so I'm not sure there are enough independents there for us to support that program. We're at least testing it. But uh, what we teach in the course is, you know, if you haven't completely written off physician referrals, um, it may not be a driver. It's definitely a more difficult program to launch than figuring out how to, mark, how to market to your past patient list or the general public. But nonetheless, um, even in, with direct access or direct consumer marketing, we want to be, um, you know, maintain friendly relationships with our physician referral sources in the area um, and any other professional referral sources so that they're not steering that direct access patient away from us to, you know, towards the hospital system or their own POPs practice. In the fourth um, phase, we go through uh, workshops. And, you know, that's really where um, most people get really excited because, you know, it's this new idea. Um, you know, it, in our first early courses, I, I can recall a few owners who were very hesitant to speak in front of, you know, 10 or 20 potential patients and they felt too salesy. That has really uh, matured over time to, you know, now we're doing a community service. Um, shout out to Stacy uh, Schatz for, you know, bringing that terminology to the table that, hey, you know, we're providing uh, valuable information to a community of people that are asking for help. Um, this isn't a sales process. This is really, um, we're providing uh, goodwill within the community and some of those people are going to sign up for care. Um, I, I thought that was a very refreshing way to look at it, and it seemed to mitigate a lot of fears that you and I had as physical therapists that were out there talking um, in front of groups of people, and we were talking about back pain and rotator cuff issues and balance and dizziness problems, but becoming experts in those areas and putting very good, uh, healthy content out in a way that it was positioning our practice um, very positively within the marketplace. So we go through workshops, both online and offline, how to fill up the room, um, what to say during the workshop, how you, you set the room up, everything across the board. And you know, some owners have implemented that, well, all of these things extremely well. And you know, others uh, had to be grittier and work through challenges and you know, had issues uh, speaking or with their emotions or maybe um, had some issues um, on the phone or with technology, whatever that may be, and they overcame those obstacles as well. But in general, uh, you know, that was the, the primary one. So what we noticed is that owners that were doing the best in workshop, in workshops, they completed 
and, and had a system, build a system in place or were able to implement the system that we were teaching that they completed the first three phases before they attempted to do workshops. You know, they were, they had fixed their funnel. They had made sure that um, their patient uh, marketing was up to speed and was consistent monthly, if not uh, bi-weekly. They were doing something, even if it was just a monthly newsletter uh, to the local referral sources in their area, even if they weren't still doing drop-offs or physician lunches. So they got to workshops and it really uh, helped them reach the 90% of their area that wasn't aware of uh, what physical therapy services could do for them. Uh, wasn't so it was going to the unaware public. And when we think about marketing uh, our physical therapy services, we have 10% of the market that, under, that has utilized physical therapy already for certain problems and understands what we do. And then we have 90% of the market that just, they don't understand that. So workshops gave us a mechanism, a reliable mechanism where we could provide valuable information to that 90% and convert uh, some of those people over to our patient list and actively uh, to active plans of care. The fifth phase that we taught was uh, email marketing. And uh, Carl, you know, this was when Carl and I met, this was his wheelhouse. Um, this is what he had done at uh, Tesla and Johnson and Johnson and three other Silicon Valley startups um, was, and yeah, he, he had mastered this space uh, very well, had sent, you know, millions upon millions of emails um, and you can imagine the challenge of selling some of those products, not physical therapy services via email. Um, and yeah, the, again, this was his expertise. So really um, what we did there is Carl taught that aspect of email marketing. One of my favorite, uh, favorite components of every uh, summit that we do, um, hopefully we will be live here again shortly. Um, but I remember the last one that he, we did in uh, Dallas, Texas in January of 2020. Carl teaches you know, email marketing and he shares this very simple template. It's called the single question email. Hundreds of owners have implemented it. And literally everybody breaks out their laptop, sends out the email, and then people start calling out their, their response rates that they're getting. So you know, six people request an appointment, one uh, potential business reached out to us and, you know, I sent the email an hour ago, something like that. So it really helps practice owners understand that, yes, they're valuable in the marketplace. Yes, their services are wanted and needed. And there is a need out there and we just need to learn how to tap into it. So that's phase number five, email marketing. And, uh, you know, it's just great to grow through that. The, the sixth one is a little bit trickier, but it's what we do exactly um, within uh, the, what we've built with GrowthX. And that's where we go through and you know, we set, begin setting systems up on automation with software where you can track th through all of your marketing um, activities in, in one spot. Um, you could probably learn more about that on the uh, getbreakthrough.com website, but that's GrowthX. And the way to think about it is number one, you know, what do I need to say? What do I need to put in my marketing, direct to consumer marketing to get people in pain to raise their hands? So that's the attract portion of what we do in GrowthX. Um, it, it's essentially, you know, lining up your advertisements on your, the media that you're buying from that all point towards your practice. 
Number two, the second aspect of that in GrowthX is how do we convert those people once they raise their hands? For example, if we're running a rotator cuff workshop ad, you know, for us uh, right now at Madden PT, we'll use six or seven different media types. Uh, Facebook, we're testing YouTube ads right now. Very good indicator that uh, that is working uh, and, and that will be sustainable long-term. Uh, print ads, direct mail, newsletters, et cetera. Um, so uh, radio TV we've used as well, but they're all guiding towards you know, an event, a, a workshop. When somebody clicks on an ad or they call our office and they raise their hand and say, yes, I wanna register for the workshop, there's a conversation that has to take place. And it, this is highly underestimated within our market right now. It's not on the radar of most clinicians. Realize for the first six or seven years of this breakthrough journey, we were just trying to get the industry to start marketing, right? Our numbers are still anemic, 1.9% of all gross revenue and physical therapy um, you know, goes towards marketing. That is not nearly enough for us to grow, although we are growing at 6.2% year over year as an industry. But nonetheless, um, we need more effort there and we need smarter scientific effort there. So most of us, when we're thinking of marketing, we're just thinking about the ads that we're running. The second component of that, and you can have amazing ads, but if you don't focus on conversion and converting, you're gonna run into some problems. Um, I had to cut my teeth years ago, back in 2010, 2011, on converting people uh, from all over the country, converting via YouTube videos. Um, and that it was really just out of frustration that I was spending a lot of time talking with people all over the country who had primarily SI joint issues, back pain, sciatica problems uh, to fly to Harrisburg, which is not an easy ask or request. Um, but essentially what we had, you don't need to have that level of competency. You just need to have the, uh, you and your team need to have the level of competency that you can convert somebody who lives within a 10 mile radius of your clinics, because that's who your advertising's most likely going to be touching, right? So um, that, you know, anytime we're setting up automation, we want to use uh, software or done for you as much as possible, and then back it up with training because there is going to be a human to human conversation in there as well, until we're all, you know, just speaking to AIs, which I don't think is anytime soon. I think that human element is pretty powerful, but uh, the receptionist or your marketer on the phone there's a certain training, certain script that she should be following. Same thing for the physical therapist who's doing the presenting in the workshop. Same thing for the physical therapist who's doing the eval in the room, right? There should be a pretty common uh, script verbiage that is being followed that is gonna result in a, in a high conversion, high confidence from the patient uh, with you and uh, that they're, they're respecting you for the services that you're about to provide, your, your, the plan of care that you're recommending. So that's uh, GrowthX. You can learn more about that at the uh, getbreakthrough.com. I believe you can request, uh, you can make, make a request to our team to see what that looks like in your clinic. Um, so I wanted to wrap this up. Uh, the, again, the, you know, the, the big takeaway here is uh, killer marketing, 22 classes for me over the last seven plus years, uh, thousand plus practice owners, all 50 states, 12 countries internationally, huge honor uh, just to go through that. The other uh, takeaway, or at least asterisk, is to realize that at Breakthrough, we will be continuing to provide you valuable information to help grow your practice. And just realize that uh, we've matured enough as a business that that information is gonna now be 
uh, available for free um, in various trainings and webinars and uh, live events as well. But um, did want to uh, get this to you. Again, if you want to learn more about what we do at Breakthrough, just go to getbreakthrough.com. This is Chad Madden with the Grow Your Practice podcast. Thank you for listening. Remember to visit getbreakthrough.com to access our free resource library designed specifically for private practice growth. While you're there, make sure you register for a complimentary growth assessment to learn about potential opportunities for growth in your local market. Again, thank you for tuning into the Grow Your Practice podcast and supporting our mission to help people in pain get back to normal naturally.